You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Emergency episode, The Paradox. Welcome to The Paradox with your attending, Dr. Eric Larson. He is a practicing anesthesiologist and clinical assistant professor at Michigan State University College of Human Medicine. Listen in as he takes you behind the scenes of what practicing medicine in today's ever-changing world is like with another doctor. The Paradox is a fun and accidentally informative show for physicians, patients, or anyone who has ever found themselves in a waiting room. Welcome to The Paradox. I'm your host, Dr. Eric Larson, and today is a very special emergency episode. So if you're not a Michigan resident, this probably won't pertain a whole lot to you. However, if you are from Michigan uh, or know someone from Michigan who's either a physician or some sort of other healthcare professional or a patient, which means basically you know someone from Michigan, uh, this will be a very pertinent episode. I'm going to keep it fairly short. So again, if you are not from Michigan and have no ties to Michigan at all, I think you'll find this episode probably not super helpful. Um, Maybe a little bit interesting what's going on in Michigan. Because it is on some scale what's happening at the federal level. And so we'll discuss federal legislation, but basically state legislation that's going on in Michigan right now in Lansing. There are a number of legislators who are currently pushing a few bills through the state house. One of the problems in the state has been surprise billing. This is actually not unique to Michigan. There are many instances when people are uh, find themselves getting health care services. Reverse in providing the health care for them usually physician, but sometimes other healthcare professionals, are out of network, so they do not have a particular contract with the insurance provider. This can happen for a number of reasons. One, it could be you could be out of state, and so it's possible that you have a small insurance provider that doesn't have a contract with a certain hospital in uh, another state. It's very common if you have some sort of carrier like Medicaid, in which case oftentimes physician groups or Hospitals have to actually have separate deals with every Medicaid, you know, Medicaid of Illinois, Medicaid of Michigan, Medicaid of Ohio, for instance. And so if there's not a contract that's established, it can be deemed as out of network. And then what will happen is you have to charge your rack rate by law as a professional, and uh, the patient will get the balanced bill, which can sometimes be extremely high. Most of the time, these are figured out through arbitration. I mean, just basically call up and say, hey, you know, I was out of network. Can we work something out? 
Uh, the law is a little bit dicey sometimes, so it makes it a little bit tricky for physicians or other professionals to just you know shave off a bunch of the bill because you have to be very careful if you have other contracts with other insurance companies or with other government providers that sometimes you can get a little bit dicey. Essentially, it comes down to seeing people who are primarily out of network in non-emergency services. You get these large bills, and then what is the patient supposed to do with a $50,000 bill or a $100,000 bill? I mean, this is really outrageous. <clears throat> and so what are people going to do? And so the legislature always looks to solve problems. And there are a number of states that have dealt with this. Uh, the most prominent one that's talked about oftentimes is the state of New York. And so the way New York handled it is they said, uh, there are these bills that come that are you know, out of network, and we have to figure out some way of deciding what the insurance company thinks is a fair price versus what the professional thinks is a fair price. Now, obviously, they differ because you don't have an established contract, so you don't have a defined amount fee schedule. Uh, so then you have to go to an arbitrator. And so there's an independent mediator who determines what is fair and unfair. In New York, I think it sounds like on average, it's almost exactly 50% decide with the insurance company's price, 50% decide with the physician's group or the professional group, I should say, because it's not always just physicians. And so it's a fairly good way of determining how the charges work. Then the insurance company can decide what they want to do beyond that if they want to, say, make the patient pay the remainder or whatever. But it's a way of limiting these sort of problems when you have things that are out of network. This is a great protection for patients, and patients won't be on the hook for quite as much as it would otherwise. And so it solves most of that surprise billing sort of aspect of things. I mean, there still are surprise bills, but it's not as bad. And so people in Michigan are looking to fix that. Unfortunately, in Michigan, it's a unique situation that the Blue Cross Blue Shield, notably, has a very, very powerful lobbying arm in the state of Michigan. And they are pushing forward this legislation that will set the rate that physicians and other professionals can charge uh, with no ability to have a mediator. So, for instance, that basically gives the insurance company all the power in the decision and gives the professionals none. And there's no way for them to remedy this, to no way to say, well, that's unfair. And so it will make it essentially of price fixing for the state of Michigan for healthcare services. Now, hospitals are exempt under these laws. However, I would say also most hospital systems employ physicians. There are employed medical groups, you know, and so they will feel the sting from this, even though they may not directly have their fees altered. <laughs> and so hospitals obviously can do surprise billing as well in the sense that they may be out of network with an insurance provider. And so not necessarily are they are patients immune from surprise billing from hospitals. This legislation just deals with the people who are providing the care professionally, whether it's a physician, nurse anesthetist, nurse practitioner, physician assistant, any other kind of you know health profession you can imagine. And so it affects all of those. And as with most legislation, you will find that there are a number of bills that accomplish basically one thing. One bill might be defining the terms. The next one might say it's going to change the Public Health Act in this spot. The next bill may say we're going to add new, new wording to the Public Health Act in a different spot. And so they have to be separate bills in legislation. So the bills that we're discussing are House Bills 4459 and 4460. And the Senate has a version, uh, Senate Bills 570 through 573. Those are all sort of related. They're both sort of being fast-tracked for some reason, I think partially because they want to get these bills through before anyone has an opportunity to oppose them because they're such 
lopsided and bad bills for uh, professionals in the state, which then puts patients at significant risk for having access to health care. And I'll explain why in just a moment, why if you're a patient, it's very important that you oppose this and contact your legislator immediately and talk to media and whoever else you can to just make these bills fair and to fix them. I think there's easy fixes that can be done, uh, but unfortunately, again, the, the authors of the legislation, they're trying to push things through quickly. They are also in the health care committees, and so they have the ability to sort of move things along. And so our goal uh, with, our, with our group, my group that I'm helping form, basically is to just try and slow things down, amend it, uh, working in concert with Michigan State Medical Society and other professional societies across the state of Michigan, and just citizen action. Uh, so I think all this stuff uh, can be done and we can fix this, but it just needs action from you and from your friends and colleagues and family members. So specifically the bills will set, like I said, no ability to mediate the the um, disagreement in the charges. So it leaves professionals with no recourse if the fee is not enough to keep the lights on, for instance. Uh, it's important if you want to get healthcare services in Michigan that the services are paid for at a reasonable rate that is within the market rate in the country. So, for instance, if you try to pay a cardiologist one-third of what they get paid anywhere else, like even across the state board in Indiana or Ohio, you will lose most of your cardiologists because no one's going to work at a place where they can pay one-third what they do elsewhere, not even far away. It'll be very difficult to recruit physicians, people who will get trained in the state, both the new, all the new medical schools that opened, the residencies, um, that exist, they will have a hard time holding on to anybody. And it'll be really tough to get new people to come. Uh, you either have to have massive subsidies from hospital systems, uh, in which case they got to make up the revenue somewhere else. I don't know where that will be. Uh, or you just have less access to people. You might find people who charge less. And I think um, people say, well, you just have higher uh, people who are not physicians. Uh, but even they will have a much lower market rate, and so that they would, there's no reason for them to stick around the state of Michigan either. And so it'll be very difficult to keep any of our graduates in the state of Michigan. Some professions are affected more than others, and so that just depends on the specialty. I mean, if you're looking at a medicine standpoint, whether specialist or primary care, they're affected at different rates based on this rule. And so what is the rule specifically? It sets a limit also, so that's a price fixing. It says that at 125% of what Medicare pays. Now that might, you might say, well, if you're most someone who operates entirely on Medicare rates, then it's probably okay because you're going to be making 125. You're never going to be making less than Medicare, and that is true. But most professions rely on a, a large amount of commercial insurance carriers, and commercial would be like Aetna, Blue Cross Blue Shield, Priority Health, McLaren. I mean, there are all the other you know, United Healthcare. I'm trying to think. There are probably plenty others that I'm not thinking about right now that are in the state. Uh, so. Every, the, every provider has various contracts they, may, they sign with these insurance companies, which sets rates for various services. If this legislation were to pass, it is very likely that the insurance companies would, over time, and probably not over a long period of time, say, we're not going to bother even contracting with you because there's no way for you to stop us from charging, paying you whatever we want. And the minimum that we can charge you is 125% of Medicare. So why would we pay you any more than that? because they will no longer have to compete with other insurance companies who will be paying more because everyone's going to be paying at 125% of Medicare. Some specialties will be massively damaged by this. Others, not as much. But no matter what specialty it is, 
physicians have to be very concerned about this, and other professionals have to be very concerned about this rate-setting plan. This is obviously a plan that favors heavily on the side of insurance companies, and that's why Blue Cross Blue Shield of Michigan is so intent on getting this passed. They were very careful in not involving hospitals initially, and so that's why the Michigan Hospital Association is, at this point, neutral on the bill. I suspect at some point they will come out opposed to this. I'm hopeful because that they are at risk for having a lot of trouble finding anyone to provide services in their hospitals, especially certain specialty cares. And that's going to massively affect the care that's provided to our patients in Michigan. I mean, I'm a patient at times. My family has been. I've got parents. I. It would be devastating to the state of Michigan. It would just be a dumb law to pass because it would drain a lot of the a lot of the healthcare services out of the state. I mean, I I can't even imagine that this sort of legislation would pass without an amendment. So, what does that mean for what do we want? I guess is the next question. And what we want is just a sensible law. I think we all want patients not to be hit with surprise bills. I know I don't enjoy surprise bills any more than the next person, and I've had a recent. Uh, episode where I actually have gotten some bills and it's it's uh, you know it's frustrating. I can see why patients are upset about it, and it's totally understandable. And you just need to have some sort of fair arbitration process to figure these things out, because I mean there are times when it happens and it's not planned, and you know you just go to the emergency room and you didn't know that that person didn't uh, have a contract with whatever insurance carrier you have at that time because that was a person I called in the hospital or whatever. And so what we're looking for is just a way to have mediation between the people who are providing the care, the insurance companies, that's fair, independent, and that can resolve a lot of these things so that patients aren't caught up with just crazy bills. It just takes care of a lot of that stuff behind the scenes, and those are all just managed. And so we don't have suddenly a bill for $100,000 that arrives in patients' mail because that's just not good for anybody. We can do this by not having arbitrary limits set uh, based on some government payer so you don't give insurance companies some sort of crazy power to lowball everybody, it's, which would cause a significant financial damage to lots of professions in the state of Michigan. There are amendments to change it from 125% to 150%. I believe that having any sort of limit is a bad idea, and you shouldn't have any sort of arbitrary limits based on any other sort of payment system. You should just have the companies and the providers figure that out ahead of time, which is what they do right now. They usually compete against each other in the marketplace to get the best price and value for the patients, while also being able to have, maintain access for good uh, healthcare professionals. That's the way it works. It's a market of sorts, and it's one that has worked fairly well. And there's no reason to change that just because of this problem that's fairly complex that we can probably solve other ways. The other thing is we should just allow independent mediators to resolve the surprise billing problem. They've had it in New York for like five years or so now, and I think a number of other states. That's a sensible thing to do. That way the patient doesn't have to get involved in this because it's a third-party pay system and just makes it easier for everyone involved, and it's fair. And I think it really addresses the problem that we have today. So if you are a physician, if you're another healthcare professional, if you're a patient, a family, a friend, you know someone in Michigan, please have them go to the Facebook page that I have set up. It has a very detailed plan, which goes over exactly what action items we have. You can find the group on Facebook at People for a Fair Surprise Billing Legislation on SB 570 through 573 and HB 
44, 59, 44, 60. Very specific group. You should be able to find it just with this regular search. Once you go to there, sign up, become a member. You can then view, get the link to view the document for on Google Sheets. It will give it a, a detailed action plan, which involves signing a change.org petition, emailing your reps or senators, calling your reps and senators, and contacting the media. Then you can recommend and share this episode of The Paradox to anyone you think would be helpful, just getting a back, basic background of what this whole dispute is about. This will also be linked to in my uh, Facebook group. It's going to be on that Google uh, site. It, you can find it at theparadox.com. And of course, that's paradoxdocs.com slash insurance. Should be an easy one to remember. That way people understand what we're talking about, why they need to do something. And we need to do this quickly. Well, right now, I'm recording this as of November 3rd, 2019. This is all moving so fast that they're trying to get this done before the end of the year. They only have a few weeks left in legislative session. If we at least slow it down and say, hey, let's just re reconvene and figure this out in January, February, uh, that just gives more time for the committee to get hearings and testimony and to better understand sort of the, the potential problems and landmines that are set up in this bill. And again, primarily the fact that you could get a serious brain drain of healthcare professionals from the state of Michigan, which is going to put us all at jeopardy if, or, and, you know, significantly impact our economy uh, for sure. So once again, go to the Facebook page, sign the change.org, contact your reps and senators. There's actually a sample of a letter you can write, a sample of an email you can write, a sample of a phone call message. The easiest thing I always tell people is just call after hours, after 5 p.m. or before 8 a.m. to the state house and state senate. There's no one who'll answer the phone. It goes straight to voicemail. You can leave a message. It takes you like 30 seconds. You can call 10 people as long as you have the phone numbers. It's really quick and very easy. So I think that's a great way to do it. You can actually go to a link, too, for the Michigan State Medical Society. They have an advocacy for both state and federal legislation because there is federal legislation about this as well. And, again, the same principles apply that we want to maintain uh, autonomy for the providers so they can charge what they think is fair in their market and it's not some arbitrary rate set somewhere else that gives insurance companies all the power in this discussion. We want it to be fair for the healthcare professionals, patients, and the insurance providers. But the biggest thing is as long as we keep the pressure on, as long as we all are active, and as long as you share this with as many people as important. If Have you figured out the theme of this? Share this with as many people as you can and do a few things. Most of this stuff is going to take you maybe 15, 20 minutes. If you do a little bit each day over the next five days, I mean, you're talking about a few minutes a day. It's really not a big commitment because the more that the legislators hear, the more they know people are activated and are interested and, are, and they will slow this down and figure out what's going on and they'll take their time. That's what we need. We just need time to explain to the legislators who are not experts in healthcare policy, uh, even the ones on the healthcare uh, committee. They are general average citizens with different professions. Very few of them are in healthcare. And so they don't understand all this stuff. And I don't think they don't understand the implications of some of these things. And so that's why it's important upon you and me to try and fix this. So, again, thanks so much for listening. This is Dr. Eric Larson from theparadox.com. Uh, you can go to theparadox.com to find out more stuff about my show if you're interested. Certainly subscribe to the show. If you're, but the most important thing is to go to that Facebook page at People for a Fair Surprise Billing Legislation on SB 570 through 573 and HB 4459 slash 4460. There you can get access to that Google document, which tells you all the rest of the action plan. You can share that Google document. You can share the Facebook page. 
and group with anyone you want. Get as many people involved and we can make a difference. We can do this together. I appreciate your time. Thanks so much. Thanks for listening to The Paradox. If you like what The Doc is doing, please subscribe and leave a review on iTunes or Stitcher. And share the show with your friends. Become a supporting listener to get access to special bonuses at patreon.com forward slash theparadox. Show notes can be found at theparadox.com.